Welcome to the Instagram for Real podcast. I'm Alex Popowska, a social media specialist and content creator with three plus years of experience in social media marketing. In this show, I'll help you build and grow a successful Instagram profile for your personal brand or your business with no fluff tips and strategies that work. For real. Before we dive in, remember that you'll find the video version of this episode along with many more on IQ Hashtag's YouTube channel. Now, let's begin. Today's show is really special, as this is the first episode of the Instagram for Real podcast. And it only felt right for me to start with a topic that unpacks everything you need to know to start building your Instagram presence, and that is your Instagram strategy. If you've just started a brand new profile or you can't put your finger on what's wrong with your current action plan on Instagram, this show has been created especially for you. So without further ado, here's a complete list of things you need to do and know to grow your profile in 2022. And yes, you may want to make some notes, so put your pen to paper and let's dive in. Creating an Instagram strategy requires an individual approach. It will depend on your niche, goals, and many other factors specific to your business or industry. But there is still an action plan that needs to be followed by everyone who wants to set their Instagram account on the path to success. The number one thing to do when you're starting out on Instagram is defining your profile's niche and purpose. You're probably tired of hearing this common piece of advice, but trust me when I tell you that Instagram audits I carry out for my clients still show that this is one of the most overlooked elements of planning and building a successful Instagram profile. Without establishing your niche and setting clear goals for your Instagram profile, none of the pieces of advice I have for you will matter at all. So before you jump in head first, define your niche known as your field of expertise. Think of what are your main interests, what makes you distinctive, what knowledge can you bring to the table that no one else shares, and most importantly, be very specific about it. Here's an example of how you can narrow down a niche. Let's take a passionate dietitian who loves helping people improve their health with nutritional diets. There are thousands of dietitians on Instagram, but there is something that makes him unique. He's an expert at helping people with diabetes. He's also an excellent cook known for altering the most creative and delicious diet plans and recipes. Instead of reaching out to an enormous audience looking for diet tips, he can narrow down his niche to diabetes dietitian, helping people to balance blood sugar with delicious diet plans and recipes. This way, he didn't only define his field of expertise, but also specifically named his target audience. That's the action plan you should take when deciding about your niche to attract the right people to follow your profile. Avoid being overly generic. Fashion isn't really a niche. But a professional wedding stylist who will help you find your perfect wedding dress is. Thanks to this approach, people will start to associate your profile with a particular kind of content and you'll gain recognizability much faster. Well done, you've established your niche, so now let's look into your profile's purpose. And no, it's not the same as your niche. Your profile purpose is defined by the set of goals you've chosen for your account. In other words, it says what you need your Instagram profile for. Do you want to promote your brand, sell your service or your product, expand your mailing list or share your expertise and get new clients? Decide on what you want to achieve with your Instagram profile as it will affect your content strategy and the way you communicate with your audience. A clear niche and purpose of your profile will help you immensely to answer other questions regarding your Instagram strategy, like what to put in your bio to capture your ideal audience, what your profile should look like based on your specific niche, what hashtags should you use, what kind of content will resonate with your target audience. 
So take your time and make sure you get this one out of the way before you dive in any further. Now you know what's the purpose of your Instagram profile and no matter what it is for you, you'll only achieve your goals with a business or a creator account. The most important advantage of switching to a professional account is that both of them give you access to your profile analytics. They do, however, have some differences that should help you to decide which one suits you better. Business account is best for more traditional business models like retailers, local businesses, brands, organizations or service providers. So if you're a business looking to create a following on Instagram and use the platform to build brand awareness, increase sales or reach new customers, then this is a perfect choice for you. On the other hand, creator account is best for public figures, content producers, bloggers, artists and influencers. So people who aren't necessarily business owners, but for example, want to partner with businesses, build fan communities or personal brands. Go with creator account if you fit into this description. Another important element of your Instagram strategy is your business card known as Instagram bio. Whether you're showcasing your personal brand or your company's brand, all of the elements of your Instagram bio can grab the attention of your potential followers and get them to click that follow button. You only get a tiny bit of space to tell people who you are, who your profile is for, why your visitors should care about your brand and also how they can reach you. Your bio is a representation of your brand's personality and values, so to make it a good one, you should remember that there is much more to it than a few lines of text. Here's a couple of things to remember when creating your bio. If you haven't yet, switch your profile to a business or creator account. Just as I mentioned before, professional accounts offer extra features and let you expand your bio with more information like your address or contact details. Plus, they give you access to analytics, which we'll talk about later in this episode. Use a recognizable profile pic. This is the first thing people see in your account. It's there when you make a comment on somebody's post, when you pop up in notifications, when you add new stories or feed posts. It's important for people to instantly recognize it whenever they see it. Decide whether a photo of yourself or a brand logo will be a better choice. If you're a business, your logo should become your profile picture. If you're building a personal brand, you should consider using a photo of yourself. No matter if it's your headshot or your logo, you want it to be high quality, big enough to be seen on mobile and match your overall profile aesthetics. Make your username, account name and your profile description searchable. If possible, use keywords in each of these components to rank higher in search results. Keywords identify your niche. So for example, if you're a wedding photographer, you may want to put photography in your ad handle. Then take it a step further and clearly state in your profile description what type of wedding photography you specialize in. This way your profile will be more discoverable for people interested in your service or a product. Use 150 characters in your bio strategically. Same as with a business card, you'll need to use your creativity to optimize those few lines of text to show your brand personality, clearly define who you are, what you do and why people should follow you. Try to answer all of these questions before you write your bio and check out a few profiles in your niche for inspiration. Encourage people to take action. Whether your profile's goal is to drive more traffic to your website, building a community or selling your service or a product, you need to tell people what kind of action you want them to take on your profile. Use a call to action in your bio to achieve any of these goals. For example, if your Instagram is all about delicious food, you can say follow me for daily recipes or go with shop now if you just launched a new product or sign up now if you're building a mailing list. Your bio is also a perfect place to help people find you elsewhere. Your CTA can often go hand in hand with your link in bio. 
If your goal is to redirect people to your blog, business website, or your product landing page, a good CTA and a link in bio are essential for driving audiences to a chosen destination. But there's more you can do to help people find you or reach you. You can also add action buttons to your profile with your contact details or your business address to make it super easy for your visitors to get in touch with you. And finally, find a strategic use for your story highlights. Maybe they are not officially considered as part of Instagram bio, but they can work as an excellent extension with more key information about you or your business. You can use them to showcase your product, create an about section where you tell your audience more about yourself and slash or your business, answer frequently asked questions, or maybe share some behind the scenes from your product launch. Whatever you decide your highlights to be, think of them as your priority content that you want your audience to see first. On mobile, you'll see four to five highlights displayed at the top of your profile and they'll be the most viewed by your visitors. They are organized in chronological order, so every time you add a new story to one of your highlights, that highlight will be moved to the front of the line. I don't think I need to remind anyone that Instagram is a visual platform. The moment when someone visits your profile and decides to stay or go lasts maybe a couple of seconds. Most of the viewers won't even scroll through the first two lines of your post if they're not driven to your profile in some unique way. I mean, you should know this from your own experience. Are you more likely to follow a profile that's visually appealing? I know that I am. A well-crafted bio is the first thing that catches my attention, but if the experience isn't pleasing to the eye, personally, I'll probably leave this profile without giving it a second thought. The way you present yourself visually on Instagram is a substantial part of your branding. You want your Instagram stories, highlight covers, your profile photo, and your feed posts to correspond with your brand's visual. The best way to start planning a consistent feed is identifying your style. Does your brand need a more elegant and minimalistic approach? Does it have a retro feel to it? Or maybe it's all about contrast and colors. Collect some inspirations to find the best fit for your brand. Once you've established your visual direction, you'll be able to choose your brand's colors. Not only will they help you create a theme for your feed, your stories and your highlight covers, they will also become the representation of your profile and make your followers think of you whenever they see content that represents your style. A good way forward is to create a color palette of two to four colors so it's not too little, not too much. If you don't know much about color theory, you can easily generate beautiful color combinations with free online tools like Colors, use a color wheel or export colors from your photo inspiration in Canva, or if you're an Android user, you can try a mobile app called Just Palette. I know that I've mentioned a lot of platforms and apps, so make sure to head over to the description of today's show where I've listed all of them for you. The next step to achieve a cohesive visual in your profile is finding the right fonts. Using random fonts in each post can make your feed look a bit messy, less appealing and readable for your audience. To add some consistency in this area, select one to max four fonts you'll be using in your graphics with quotes and carousels. Not all fonts go together, so in this case you can get some assistance from Google Fonts. All the typefaces listed in the Google Fonts directory are open source, meaning that you can use them freely for any web page, commercial or non-commercial purposes. You can also find great font pairings on fontpair.co. Both are very easy to use, so don't worry if they sound a little bit mysterious right now. The last thing you want to keep in mind is that the easiest way to maintain a cohesive feed is planning your content ahead. It will not only save you incredible amounts of time on content creation, but it will also help you avoid any errors in your grid. You can use apps like Preview, Later, Planly or Plandat to test different layouts for your content and see what kind of grid pattern works for you best. 
To keep things interesting, combine different forms of content like video, graphics and photos. And if you're running out of ideas, Canva is an excellent place to find beautiful and customizable graphic templates. With an appealing, consistent feed, your Instagram profile will look much more professional, enhance your credibility and help you stand out in the oversaturated Instagram environment. Okay, so we've covered all the basics, you know your niche, your profile's purpose, you've created a strong bio and decided on your visual direction. Now is a great moment to talk about your content. What are you going to post? The only way you'll be able to create content consistently and deliver value promised in your bio description is creating content pillars. Content pillars, also known as content buckets or content categories, are a foundation of your content strategy. They consist of the most relevant topics for your target audience and should support your overall Instagram goal. Think what kind of themes would be the most interesting for your audience. For example, content pillars for a makeup artist could be makeup tutorials, makeup tips, cosmetic reviews and recommendations, and maybe skincare rituals. Then for someone like a freelance wedding photographer, it could be wedding photography, equipment suggestions, wedding photography tips, wedding photography locations, or tips for freelance wedding photographers. On the days when your head feels completely drained out of ideas, you'll be grateful to yourself for taking the time to pick the four to five topics that you can always refer to. After a while, your post analytics will determine what type of content generates the most engagement and help you narrow down your content pillars even more. Now let's talk about your posting routine. Instagram algorithm favors active users. The more you post and engage, the higher you rank in your followers' feeds and your target audience's explore pages. However, quality always stands before quantity, so before you decide on an impossible posting schedule, try to answer these two questions. What posting frequency is sustainable for me? And will the chosen posting frequency affect the quality of my content? The best posting frequency is the one that you can maintain without affecting your content value. You don't want to be flooding your audience's feeds with posts that don't resonate with them. Posting less doesn't mean that your profile won't grow at all, it means that it may grow at a slower pace and will require a bit more patience from you. Which is absolutely fine and normal. Not everyone can afford to hire a social media manager, so it's okay if you decide to go slower. Three posts a week should be a reasonable number to show up regularly, deliver a variety of content and maintain consistent growth. For example, you can post one reel, one graphic post and one photo post. It's all up to you. Instagram stories are a great way to show up for your existing audience and we recommend sharing them on a daily basis. It sounds like a lot, but if you don't overthink them too much, you'll realize that they are much easier to create and almost every single activity during your busy day is a great story material. Also, remember that they go away in 24 hours, so really there is no need to stress over them too much. The raw behind-the-scenes moments add a personal touch to your brand and are way more compelling for your followers than another perfect image. Share a good quote that inspired you, ask everyone how are they dealing with another Monday, or snap a pic of you chilling with your pet after a long day of work. The possibilities are endless. Once you settle on your posting frequency, create a content calendar based on the best posting days and times for your profile. Do you know how to figure that out? That's right, you'll find this info in your profile stats, which I'll talk more about later in this episode, so keep on listening. Once you apply this posting approach, you'll be able to tweak your content plan as you learn more about what works best for your profile. A stunning feed, knockout bio and great content mean nothing if no one finds your account. That's why hashtags are very important for growth too. If your Instagram posts are not showing up in hashtags, it is not because they aren't working. It's your hashtag strategy that may need some improvements. 
If you use them correctly, they can become one of the most valuable assets in your Instagram strategy, so there's absolutely no need to avoid them. They are still the best organic way to expand your reach and deliver your posts to your target audience. They work exceptionally well for micro accounts that rely on new audiences and their primary source of reach and engagement comes from hashtags. Take full advantage of the power of hashtags and use as many of them as you can every time you post. Each hashtag is an opportunity to get your content seen by new people. I'm not saying you should always use all 30 allowed in a post, but I definitely recommend to use as many hashtags as you can that describe your content and your audience very specifically, especially if you just started building your Instagram presence. Here's a couple of tips that should help you find effective hashtags. First of all, do your research. Check your competitors' profiles whose account size is similar to yours. Define your target audience and check what hashtags they follow on Instagram. This will give you an idea on what hashtags best describe your niche and your audience. Avoid repeating the same set of hashtags and try a couple of new ones every time you post to reach new audiences. Remember to keep your hashtags in the caption. This tip came straight from Instagram headquarters revealing another piece of the mystery known as the algorithm, and that's good enough reason to follow this advice. If you want your posts to be more discoverable in search, your hashtags and keywords should be placed in the caption, not the comments. Help the algorithm with the right choices. The more specific you are with your hashtags, the easier it is for the algorithm to index your content and your profile. Avoid popular hashtags like fashion used in over a billion posts and instead try with something smaller like minimal fashion style, which is way more specific and has been used in less than 20,000 posts. Your content will be much easier to find and soon you should notice an increase in reach and engagement. Go to iqhashtags.com to check it out completely for free. I've added a link to iqhashtags to this episode's description for you. Understanding your analytics is the only way to guide your Instagram strategy to the next level. Your profile insights hide important information about your followers and your post performance. This precious data carries an enormous amount of value because it helps you to generate content that your audience will actually love. Now you're probably wondering how some charts and numbers can do that for you. I have at least three good reasons why you should pay attention to your insights. You'll get to know your audience. You'll find out where they're from, what age and gender they are. This data will help you to determine whether your followers match your target audience and incorporate elements in your posts and videos that they will actually appreciate. For example, if you design wedding dresses and have a little studio in London, you'll hypothetically want to reach London-based women between 25-35 years old. But then, you've just learned from your Instagram insights that majority of your followers are women in their 40s and they are based in Liverpool, because why not? You know very well that this data doesn't describe the majority of your customers, so what can you do about it? If your followers aren't your target audience, you need to research what type of content and communication strategy will resonate with them. Explore your competitors' profiles with a target audience similar to yours and make a note of what could be working for them and what's missing in your content strategy. Another benefit from tracking your insights is that you'll find out the best times to post. Your profile insights tell you when the majority of your followers are online on Instagram. You can use this information to post at peak times when the majority of your followers are active on the platform to maximize the number of people seeing and interacting with your photos and videos. This section of your insights tells you what days of the week will be the best for you to post as well. You'll find trending content. With insights for specific posts, stories, videos, reels and live videos, you'll be able to check how each one performed and how people engaged with them. 
The metrics you'll pay attention to the most depend on your goal. If you're building a community, you'll pay attention to the number of likes, comments, shares and saves. If you care about your website traffic and how many people clicked on the link in your bio, you'll check the number of website visits generated by this post. If you see that some posts work better than others, you can prioritize this type of content in the future to provide better value for your audience and see how it increases your profile's engagement. In 2021, the video format slowly but surely became the king of Instagram. TikTok, with its growing popularity, became a real threat to the platform, so they had no choice but to adapt to the new reality. Reels became insanely popular and to this day are the number one strategy to organically expand your profile reach. I'm not saying stop posting photos or graphics right now. Maintaining a variety of content is just as important as ever. But you have to remember that Reels are heavily promoted by Instagram and that's not going to change this year. Head of Instagram Adam Mosseri confirmed our predictions and announced that the platform is going to double down on video format in 2022 and continue to push Reels into everyone's faces. The simple conclusion is that if you're serious about growing on Instagram in 2022, you need to incorporate Reels into your Instagram strategy and take advantage of their incredible growth potential. Instagram is an ever-changing environment and so should be your Instagram strategy. Every new feature introduced to the platform is your new growth opportunity. Same as with Reels, Instagram encourages users to test new products by rewarding them with better reach and engagement. That's why you should be flexible and open-minded when a new window of opportunity opens up. Right now, you should definitely take advantage of the latest features like Instagram collabs. Collabs allow you to invite another creator to collaborate on a regular post or an Instagram reel. The post will be co-authored and displayed on both users' feeds. What's so great about it? Your content will be seen by two different audiences and each interaction, meaning likes, comments or shares, will be summed up as one. If you want to supercharge your post reach and get new eyes on your content, it's time to start experimenting with this exciting feature. New updates to live stories are definitely worth mentioning as well. Instagram doesn't only allow you to schedule your lives up to 90 days in advance, but it has also introduced a new feature called practice mode, which allows you to test some ideas, check your setup and see what works best without putting too much pressure on yourself before going live. Stories Lives can be a great element of your content strategy and help you to authentically connect with your followers in real time. You can use it as a storytelling platform, start a conversation with your audience, answer their questions about you or your brand, or maybe talk about your product. They can be a great way to increase engagement in your profile, so you should definitely consider incorporating Lives into your content strategy. Another new exciting upgrade to stories that can be a great reach and engagement booster is the Add Your Sticker that allows you to start a thread your followers can respond to with their content. Once they join your thread, their photo or a video will appear in their stories with your sticker on it, allowing their followers to join the game as well. It is a very effective form of interaction with your audience because it's simply fun and very easy to engage with. You can start your own thread with a simple call to action like show me the book you're reading right now. If your followers pick up on this game, you have a chance to reach their followers and their followers' followers, so the whole thing can blow up with an incredible chain of interactions that leads to your profile. There is no worse discouragement at building a successful Instagram profile than not seeing any growth results. Here are the three worst Instagram mistakes that can kill all of your Instagram efforts. The number one is posting and ghosting. We might sound like a broken record, but this is one of the best and most common ways to sabotage your growth. 
in the first 60 minutes from the moment your post goes live, the algorithm boosts your content based on its engagement. The more interactions with your content, the better are your chances to rank higher up in your followers' feeds and more users explore pages. Besides the technical aspect, taking part in the conversation builds relationships with your followers and gives them a reason to connect with you again. Another way to easily kill your Instagram efforts is boosting your growth with bots. The reality is tough. Building a successful Instagram profile requires a lot of patience and yes, constant changes on the platform don't really help to stay on top of the game, so it is normal that you look for shortcuts. Bots are advertised as an efficient way to improve your day-to-day -day Instagram routine by saving you a lot of time on manually following, commenting on posts or taking other actions that increase your chances of getting new followers. Nonetheless, even if automating your account seems like a strategic move, this can lead to many serious consequences, including getting your profile banned. Remember that bots aren't real human beings. They're not sensitive to the subject they're commenting on, so you might end up leaving comments like great content under a heartfelt post about someone's life struggles. Another downside to this growth method is that people can easily recognize comments that come from bots, so if you get caught and exposed, it will completely ruin your credibility with your audience. People expect authentic interactions with you and only you. Bots will never be able to step into your shoes and connect with your audience the way you do. Are these good enough reasons to avoid boosting your growth with a fake audience? I think they are. But if you're still not completely convinced that this is not the best way to go, there is the one last thing you should consider before giving it a go. Instagram can punish you for using third-party apps or services that generate interactions and may temporarily block or permanently ban your account without any warning. Don't waste your time and money on these services as they won't bring any value to your Instagram account in the long run. The last but not least rookie mistake you should not be making on Instagram is meaningless engagement. It's great if you understand the concept of Instagram being a social platform where you need to interact with people in order to grow and build relationships. However, only genuine kind of engagement shows results. Spending 20 minutes pasting generic comments like wonderful or great posts will unlikely resonate with anyone. This approach shows that you haven't really read the caption and you're there only to attract attention to yourself. When you decide to leave a comment, write a DM or respond to a post you're tagged in, make it valuable. Show real interest in what the author had to say and share your own experience or expertise in the subject. A thoughtful communication can inspire followers to engage again in the future, build trust and long-lasting relationships. After putting so much time and effort into implementing your Instagram strategy, you definitely don't want it to go to waste because you didn't keep your account secure. Remember that your profile is never entirely yours and at the end of the day, Instagram decides about its existence. You can get on Instagram's blacklist in multiple ways, including being unrightfully accused of violating Instagram's community guidelines or terms of use. Fortunately, last year the platform introduced new transparency tools that help Instagram users to understand what's happening with their accounts. Unlike the old days when your account could get temporarily banned without any explanation, right now you can monitor your account status and learn what you can do if your posts or actions go against Instagram's community guidelines to avoid repeating the same mistakes leading to your account being disabled. If Instagram sees any unwanted activity from your profile, you'll get notified about it in account status with instructions on how to fix it. Remember that Instagram also makes mistakes, so if you disagree with their review, you'll be able to appeal to their decision directly from account status. You have no guarantee that something like being disabled by Instagram won't happen to you, so make sure to check your account status once in a while to avoid losing access to your account in the future.
Just like I said at the very beginning of this episode, your Instagram strategy requires an individual approach. You can apply all of the advice I've given you, but the most important part of the work needs to be done by you. You'll need to draw conclusions from every action you take on your profile and decide on what works best. A strategy that will work for you right now may not be as effective in six months' time because Instagram is constantly changing. So make sure to stay up to date and review your action plan on a regular basis. If you feel that you need another pair of eyes to examine your profile and identify any errors that might be affecting your Instagram growth, then I'm also here to help. Book a custom Instagram audit conducted by me personally or my social media partner in crime, Kate, who's also an expert in all things Instagram. We'll review your profile and deliver a complex PDF that includes identification of your profile's strengths and weaknesses, your bio, content and hashtags review with tips on how to optimize each of these components of your profile and a couple of strategy suggestions based on our findings in your account. If this sounds interesting for you, you can book your Instagram audit on iqhashtags.com. You'll also find the link in today's episode description. And that's all I have for you today. Before we wrap it all up, remember that building a successful Instagram profile doesn't happen in a day, so don't worry if you feel a bit lost right now. Things will get easier as you go, and whenever you need some help before your next Instagram move, you can always add this podcast to your favorites and refer to it anytime you need. Organic growth takes a lot of time and focus, so don't give up, keep it real, and I'll see you in the next episode.